Hello and welcome to episode nine of a podcast from We Can Cumbria, which is a wellbeing hub brought to you by ICANN Health and Fitness, kindly supported by Cumbria Community Foundation. My name's Jenna Sutherland. I'm wellbeing coordinator at We Can in Carlisle, as well as your host today. Today's guest is Laura, 37-year-old mum, wife and hairdresser from Carlisle. Morning, Laura, and thank you for coming to talk to us today. Morning. <laughs> um, what struck me about you this year has been your resilience and your kind of grit and determination getting through the year. It's been a tough year for everybody with COVID, lockdowns, yeah. kids off school, people being furloughed and out of work. So I just really wanted to take you back to where your journey started with that. Okay, so um, obviously it was it was this day last year, wasn't it? Lockdown. Mm, yeah. So um, I decided a couple of days beforehand I was going to take a couple of weeks off work yeah. as was looking to be advised by the government, obviously. But I decided I was going to take those two weeks to work on myself because I hadn't really um, grieved properly after losing my dad and things like that. So um, I just kind of started looking at myself and what I was doing and what I wasn't doing really in the way that I was blocking things out. I wasn't dealing with my emotions and that kind of thing. So I decided to, it was, it, obviously the lockdown went on longer. Mm. So it was further into the lockdown that I decided to um, get the help of a coach. Uh-huh. I'd been watching a guy that I know, um, Matt Hall, and he had been um, on this journey where he started coaching and it was a totally different angle to counselling yeah. for me because counselling for me was regressive, mm. um, which it worked for some people. It didn't for me. I needed more of a progressive than regressive um, approach. So that's how I got started there. Was that just through social media you've seen about the coaching then? Because you can see it everywhere yeah, now, it don't you? it is now, everywhere. And I think it's it's everywhere. Well, I see it everywhere because I'm in that kind yeah. of circle. But more people are talking about it. People obviously don't understand it as such at the moment. But I do think that it'll become as popular as counselling, although counselling isn't a popular thing, is it, at the moment, which is something that should be normalised. Yeah, I think just seeking any sort of support Helps or whatever or works for whatever you. Whatever works for yeah. the individual, isn't mm-hmm. it? And I think for me, like I said just then, counselling seemed quite regressive. Um, mm. It just kind of took me back to a place that I didn't really want to visit, even though I needed to visit, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Whereas, so I've seen um, this guy on social media. I was a friend of his anyways. And it just seemed like a totally new approach. And I thought, why not? Yeah. Basically. What's so. really stood out for me, and I know other people have pointed it out for you, is this, um, you get up so early on the morning yeah. and start your day in this completely new way. That was never something no, you were used to. Not at all. I was not a morning person as mm. everyone says oh I'm not a morning person well the fact is is anyone an, a morning person really but <laughs> for me it was having that time so lockdown came and I was not used to being at home with the kids with Mark I worked all the time and we were suddenly all together all the time yeah. and I was meant to be using this time to sort myself out and get into my own head and my own thoughts and that kind of thing so I spoke to Matt and I said, I don't know where to begin. Um, I don't have the time. And he was like, why? Why don't you have the time? And I said, because the kids are here, Mark's off, blah, blah, blah. As it was for everyone, we were all at home with our families. So he said, why don't you get up before everyone else? Mm. And it just, like, it was one of those light bulbs. Like, oh, yeah, well, I, well, yeah. 
Yeah. If it's the only time I could have to myself, that's when I, that's when I had to have it. So I started getting up and originally I was just kind of going out about half past six in the morning and it was summer and the weather was amazing, wasn't it? Um, and that was it. That was my hour, two hours, maybe more sometimes mm-hmm. to myself. And that's when I started clearing my thoughts and making plans for what I wanted to do and how I wanted to deal with it. So that was how I'd done that. And then from there, obviously, I became fitter. I started not just walking. It was a jog. And mm. it, that kind of leads on to the, the journey that I went on as well. Yeah. So I think that that time on the mornings really important as well. And I've seen that and heard about that on other podcasts and other things yeah. that I read. And I think it's quite commonly known now. It is the now. power hour, isn't yes, it? Yes, power hour, the 5am club. I wasn't aware of any yeah. of that before. Um, I am now because you do become aware of stuff as you start looking I'll just into be it. honest, I'm aware of it. I'm not on board quite yeah. yet. Like, because I'm still, yet, um, I do have, I'm very set in a, in a routine though. And my kids would laugh because I do have to have my cup of tea. Yeah. In, and that, like, if, I, if I'm pushed out of my routine on the morning, that's my little moment. And, the, yes. I, you know, I sort the pack lunches and I yeah. sort breakfast. But then everybody knows, let Matt have her cup of tea and yeah. don't interrupt. Just... Well, that's a similar sort of thing, yeah. isn't it? Like, that's your morning routine. This has now became my routine. So it's like a year and I'm still doing it. I was mm. doing it in the winter when I got back to work for that short time when we were allowed back at work. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I enjoy it now. Whereas, like I was saying to my friend the other day, I do have lions. I'm not superhuman. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I do have time off as such. But sometimes if it isn't a choice and I decide or I just sleep in or sometimes I do feel lethargic for the rest mm. of the day. I don't feel like I've had the start to my day that I usually get. And that's, that is my time now. Yeah. So, But if you think about it, I get like 10 hours extra in a week sometimes, you know, mm. by just getting up and then I'm ready to face everything else after that. So That's time that would yeah. have been wasted otherwise, Completely. isn't Asleep, it? Asleep, doing yeah. nothing, yeah. Mm-hmm. The world is going to shift again and you're going to end up back at work in the next few weeks, hopefully, if everything goes Fingers to crossed. plan. Um, are you going to purposefully make time for this still? Or? Yeah, most definitely. Like when we went back in July, mm-hmm. the first time we went back, uh, and I made sure that I was still getting up because... I'll be going back to work in long hours at first. Mm-hmm. Only at first, I'll be doing the long days, making sure everyone gets back in because we've been off about four months again, haven't we? So that's a lot of clients that need mm-hmm. the hair done, hair fixed. So I will make sure because it sets me for the day, I feel like I'm ready to face the day. Whereas if I'm rushing around on a morning, kids to school, going to work, yeah, definitely I'll be making sure I have the time. I just feel like your clients are going to soak up this energy that you're now giving off as well well do you know I do think they'll see a difference Mm. when I went back in July people noticed then and I do think I've changed again since then it's been another however many months since then and my mindset has completely changed in lots of different areas and I do I think they'll be soaking it up I think they'll be getting extra therapy yeah (laughs) you know as well I mean they get it anyways that's what we do as hairdressers we're counsellors we're therapists we're friends we're everything yeah but I do think they'll definitely get some more value from me yeah most definitely tell us a little bit more about the coaching then how does that work do you speak to someone on a weekly basis or how does it work basically yeah so it's a little bit like counselling you kind of choose the package I suppose Mm -hmm. um whereas counselling it's kind of one week one-to-one isn't it that kind of thing um when I first started, it was one-to-one um, and a group. It was kind of, we had an hour a week one-to-one and there was a group, there was a WhatsApp group at first and a Facebook group and you're accountable, you check in on a morning um, early 
to say you're up and you're out and that kind of thing. Everybody's different. So everybody's morning routine is different. You do what suits you. But we all kind of go with the same flow. We get up, we check in, we go out, do some cardio. And um, the group, we get set challenges and things like that. So when I was just with Matt and in his group, he then created a separate group with two other coaches. So there's, I think there's 11 of us in that group now. And so that's different. We get set physical challenges, um, mental challenges, all sorts of different things. So that's how that works. But it's all catered to you. It kind of works for what you want. It can be physical, financially, emotionally, um, well-being, whatever. And the three different coaches that cover different aspects. So you've not just got the coaches. You've got the other people in the group, the peers, who then support each other. So that's how that works. Group. Yeah. Do you ever feel a little bit too much pressure from that? Then I, I'm always very aware that sometimes this, this kind of positive mindset coaching can add a pressure Absolutely. that that makes you feel like you're burying some of the other stuff. No, the very the the what's the word qualified in recognizing that. Mm-hmm. So if you are struggling, it's a word. Struggle is a word we don't really use. Yeah. But um, if you are, they'll take you aside. They'll figure out what's making you um, worry, struggle, whatever. And you'll either reassess your goals or it's more goal-based and it's it's more um, aimed, again, aimed at what you want. So if it's upsetting you and making you feel uncomfortable, there's two different types of uncomfortable, isn't there? There's the uncomfortable that grows you and there's yeah. the uncomfortable that takes you backwards. So no, it's very... Um, they're there to look out for you as well. There's mm-hmm. no pressure. Yeah. If you can't do it, they're not like right out of the group. Mm-hmm. It's nothing like that because we learn all about different things, transferable skills, which is again why the whole getting up, going out, pushing yourself physically and all that transfers into other areas of your life. So you start learning how to reframe um, situations and things like that. So there's no pressure, but I totally understand what you mean there. But no, I don't ever feel like that. And if if I did, I feel like it would be totally catered for. There would take you aside, deal with that. It's not, it, it sounds, it's, I think because coaching is something we're not kind of used to. We feel like you think of coaches like basketball coaches and they're yeah. like, come on, come on, you know, you've got to do it. You've got to do it. Which in, in, in theory, yes, they are pushing you, but they're only pushing you to be the best version of yourself. Yeah. Not to be something you're not mm-hmm. and to do what you want to do and achieve what you want to achieve. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. So there's the flexibility there, isn't there? Absolutely. Then if there is any problems along yeah. the way, that you can get the support to deal with totally. that. Totally. And I think you've got to remember, you start on this, this should we call it a journey? You mm-hmm. start on this journey for a reason, to better yourself. So they're not there to pamper you, whereas sometimes I feel like with therapy, you know, they do kind of, not pamper because that's not the right word, but um, with a coach, they will say, no, think about it, stop, do it, you know, just do it, don't overthink, that kind of thing. So it does seem a little bit more assertive yeah. than counselling. Uh-huh. But that, for me, is what I need. I need the push. I need the assertiveness. I don't need someone to hold my hand and say, Laura, you're okay. Yeah. Do, do you get a certain amount of advice with that then? Yeah, absolutely. In what way In what way do you mean advice? So very much with counselling, that can sometimes be a safe yeah. environment for you to open up and yeah. have conversations. It isn't that there's very limited advice offered yeah. with a coach. Are you given no, kind of advice? Absolutely. In every aspect that mm. I've faced, 100%, mm-hmm. and obviously being in the groups, I see other people with other goals, other problems, other um, things they want to succeed in, that kind of thing. And yeah, 100% the whole way, there's, 
the support. That's yeah. the word I'm looking for. The support, the advice. Absolutely, definitely, yeah. When you started, do you remember what your initial goal was? Do you know what? When I started, I just didn't know where I was. Mm. Um, I was obviously not going to be in work. Mm. Um, and then the lockdown, we were told it's going to be longer. So being off work for me was major because... I work, I've worked since I was 14. I've never not had a job. I've often had two jobs along the way. So for me, that was a bit like a lost sense. I didn't have a sense of purpose. Um, Obviously, I was going to be at home with my family. So I had that purpose. So my goal really was to work out what was going on in my head. Um, I was still grieving for dad. I hadn't even dealt with that at all. I had an open sympathy card. There was all sorts of things. So for me, it was probably... Well, I don't know how to put it. Sort my head out. Yeah. Is that the right term? I don't really know the that, term. That's your term. That's you my term, it. yeah. To sort my head out. I yeah. didn't really go in with any physical, financial, anything, any other goal except emotional, I suppose, um, and deal with life, Yeah. basically. And like my theory was you would get a coach if you wanted to learn. But I've had a PT before because I wanted to lose weight and get fit. So for me, like a coach was, it, I, I don't suppose my coach is a life coach as such. He's a coach in life, but not a life coach. He deals with all areas. But it was, I think if you want to get better at something, you seek the help to get better. And that's yeah. basically what I was doing. I didn't know where else to turn. And like I say, I tried the counselling and it wasn't for me. Mm. So this was the next option and that's what we say all along is sometimes you have to try a, a couple things. of different avenues totally. that might not work for you might work I'd for somebody else I've never really heard of it apart from in a in a film or mm. an Americanized kind of idea yeah. of it and I was a bit dubious I was a bit like I was I was almost embarrassed to kind of admit that I was seeking help in that way in an alternative way but it's the best thing I've done yeah so I think for you as well you're very similar to me and I know the first lockdown I was furloughed as well so yeah. I lost my sort of sense purpose, of purpose isn't yeah. it? Totally. and same as you I had the kids at home um and I completely threw myself into the homeschooling home the first yeah. lockdown we were both like that yeah. weren't we? we were winning at life but um <laughs> then when you've been busy for all that time, especially for you, it's a hairdresser, yes. it's a very sociable it so job, sociable. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you're chatting to people all day all long. All day long. To then be so isolated, you this maybe just it. needed a focus. I felt completely isolated, even though I was with my family. Mm. But it was just a completely different social scene, you know, like I'm used to being with adults all day, every day, chatting. And being in the hairdressers is a little bit like a, a night out sometimes. That you have a giggle with the girls and that kind of thing. So I went from having that all day, every day and blocking out possibly what I was blocking out. You know, mm. my grief, all that kind of thing. And I went to having nothing, just homeschooling. So I did throw myself into that. But then I'm not a teacher. Mm. It, that wasn't like, it wasn't working out. I mean, the kids are great. The school was amazing. But that wasn't enough focus for me. So I realised I had to focus on me and get me better. Is that the right word? Better, I suppose. Um, yeah, get me better. So then I could lead on to better things for my life, for the kids, that kind of thing. But as well, that goes on to where I was I was talking to you the other day, wasn't it? About kind of your little wins and your little successes. And um, I'd never kind of celebrated myself before. Do you know, you kind of, you're told to just 
Well, you, you're not, in, as a generation, as a nation, we don't celebrate ourselves, do no, we? No, so, we're always told not to boast. Not to boast, that's yeah. the word, isn't it? You don't, you know, people think you're boasting or a bit showy. And yeah. So even then when I started to get the results, I was a little bit embarrassed to kind of tell anyone again. So not only was it that I had a coach, I was a bit like, oh, do I tell anyone? Would I tell anyone if I'd gone to the doctors with a headache? Yeah, totally. It's the same sort of thing, isn't it? You're fixing yourself. And whereas like coaching, counselling, therapy that you've talked about, it should be so normalised. And then as I was getting better and I was proud of myself for making these achievements and as much as there were small wins, I didn't feel like I could celebrate them either. And I mm. think that that's another thing we should be allowed to do, celebrate our own successes and tell people that we're okay yeah. and we're doing well, that yeah. kind of thing. So um, We've talked about this on various yeah. of the other podcasts yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. about... Um, in fact, it was the, the previous episode with Dr. Venetia yeah. Young about how we should never doubt whether we should offer someone that compliment because Absolutely. it could mean so much, you know, to say to someone, yeah. wow, you really seem brighter today yeah. or you, uh, you, you seem like, really good in yourself. I think I do that quite a yeah. lot naturally anyways, but even more so now I'm aware of it. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed in the last year with obviously I've documented it a little bit. I have been a little bit kind of, I've held back a little bit because again, I didn't want to give away too much of myself or whatever you know I don't really know um how to describe that but I've documented it and the amount of people at first that was inboxes oh Laurie you're doing amazing which is amazing lovely it's so nice and it's nice because it spurs you on that little bit more mm -hmm. to keep going but now people have started to actually publicly say well done Laura and it's becoming a bit more apparent and it's nice it's yeah. nice that other people will compliment other people as well without feeling fear of um judgment yeah. you know like external validation that was something I really struggled with which is something that I don't seek anymore I do to an extent because I'm human mm. but not as much and that has really helped coaching as kind of trained you trained you is that the right word I'm not sure taught us taught me that I don't need external validation as long as I know that I'm true to myself and what I'm doing is good for me and my family and it's all ethical yeah and you know and it's it's all good then I don't need that either yeah. so so how are you feeling today right now this week this moment this week um well I'm quite excited to be here with you Jenna oh well this good. is something totally new um I feel really good I'm positive about the changes that we're going back to work hopefully and I feel really good I Compared to this day, last year, mm -hmm. I feel like a completely, totally different person. In what aspects then? What do you feel more in control of, do you think? Oh, do you know, everything physically, I've lost weight and I feel fitter. I feel much more in control of my own emotions. Um, everything, it's really hard to sum up. It's really hard to describe. Again, because that's something that we don't do, isn't it? We don't yeah. say, I feel amazing. I'm doing great. But I do, and I am doing really. I'm doing really well, um, personally, with work. Everything I've kind of pushed myself this last few mm -hmm. months, as you'll have seen on my social media and things like that. Things I would never have done before. Um, yeah, I feel really good. Yeah, and yeah. you've pushed yourself out your comfort zone as well. 100%, and that's important, and that isn't is it? all about the coaching as well. It's yeah. pushing you out the comfort zone. Nothing good comes from the comfort zone. We're told, you know, you've got to be in your stretch. You've got to keep pushing yourself to grow. Because yeah. how else are you going to grow? I think some people just have that within them as well, don't they? Too, because because now, like you say, this yeah. time last year you weren't feeling so good, maybe, yeah. and now you, you're able to recognise that right now totally. you do yeah. feel a heck of a lot better. Yeah. But 
is that, are you going to be content with that? Or are you now going to think, well, I, I feel like this now, how much better may I feel, I feel like, in another I year? I feel like I, I will keep going yeah. with it. And, and I do, and I do believe in personal development and mm. growth and something I'd never really heard. I'd heard about it, Jenna, but I'd not, I didn't really know what it was. I thought it was just about getting better, mm-hmm. as in better and being okay. And I just want to keep getting better and better and better. Yeah. yeah. So, and what a lovely thing for your sons to see within you and, and for them noticed. to be grown up. I yeah. must say, and like um, Joe, especially, he really soaks it all in. James is 11. Yeah. He's a bit like, oh, what's Sean about now? <laughs> but where Joe's really soaking it up, he was giving me advice the other day, you know, we don't try, we just do. And he listens and, you know, I, I like to kind of instill in them that they should celebrate themselves, the, mm. their little wins, and they can do whatever they want to do. They can achieve whatever they want to achieve. And don't let anyone hold you back. Oh, what a wonderful day. thing for them to Yeah, no, it's nice. Congratulations for showing sure, that to them. Yeah. And also congratulations for being here today and sharing it. Because I know that you were super nervous Very about nervous. coming here, even though, like, you've admitted yourself, you're really yeah. good at chatting. Well, I can talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've done I it for say. a job, like, yeah, all as a day, hairdresser. Every day, yeah, I think that's why I like it the best. Maybe not the heads, the talking to everyone. Yeah. So, so if there was anything that you would like listeners to take away from listening to this today, what sort of thing would you like them to think? Well, how can I sum it up, really? Um, believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. Basically, if you believe in yourself, you can do anything. Yeah, It's inner belief, it's self-belief. It sounds a bit airy-fairy, doesn't it, sometimes to some people, but... It's all about the belief. And if you believe you can do it, then you'll do it. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be for some people that don't want to leave the house. It could be somebody wants to climb a mountain. It could be swimming the channel. I don't know. But it's however small it is to you, it could be a big thing. And if you believe you can do it, you can. And you can go on to do bigger things and better things. And it all kind of leads from one area in your life to another. Mm -hmm. That kind of, that's probably the message. I think it's setting goals, isn't it? And setting realistic goals, realistic goals. is is a good one. Um, you may well have a, a bigger goal yep. that you aim for Definitely. in the future, but setting realistic goals yeah. along the way is really it's, helpful. Um, like I seen a picture, it was it was a ladder. There was mm. two ladders. There was one with really small steps, and there's one with huge, huge steps, big gap. Although you're not going to get anywhere if you try and jump. You know the big steps. Mm. You're going to go on the small steps, and you've just got to keep going. But also, I do think that. You should set yourself higher goals as well, you know, and, and failing isn't failing is a good thing in some respects because Part of life. you learn from your mistakes mm. and however many times you fail, you're gonna get back up and learn and do it better next time. That yeah. that kind of thing, yeah. I think that's a really important message as well, in in that um shouldn't be put off yeah. if they do fail or yeah. if you know the It's a lesson. Yeah, they're it's, trying with these goals and then yeah. they maybe set back. Because and I think that's what happens to a lot of people. If you don't do it straight away, if you don't do it mm. the first time, where where the group that I'm in is good because you have that success, in, it doesn't matter. It's mm. fine. You know, you can do it again. Do it again. Do it. You do it differently next time, and you learn from your mistakes, don't yeah. you? So, and you'll be able to teach the people that are around you exactly, along the way. Yeah. yeah, and it's supporting each other. And I do think we do need to support each other more mm. in general. Be yeah. kind. And realise people are different and there's diversity and not everyone's the same and not everyone's beliefs are the same or goals are the same. It doesn't mean we can't get along or it doesn't mean we can't support each other. We just support each other in different ways. Yeah. 
So if anybody was wanting to look into getting into some coaching, yes. where are the best places they can find out information about that? Well, obviously now there's a lot online. Mm-hmm. I um, am part of a group called Mind Upgrade. It's on social media. It's on Facebook and Instagram. And obviously um, after this, it'll be linked to like my profile and things like that. Yeah. Um, and I, I love my group. And my coach himself is called Matt Hall. Um, but on the group, we've got Alec Whitson, Preetesh Palmer. So... They, them three are the ones that I know and this, they're part of a different group. They've got mentors themselves. They they do actually have mentors as well. So I would say look online. I would definitely say look at my three because mm-hmm. they're the ones that like that have helped me yeah. and they're the ones I know and I can totally vouch for the Mind Upgrade group. It's amazing. Um, so online on my social media, there's always links and I'm always referenced and things like that. So that's where I would start, yeah. Oh, lovely. Um, thank you for sharing that. I've actually yeah. learned a lot there because it was, although I've seen bits yeah. on your social media, it's all completely new to me. And I've this is it. I've I talked don't about give my full story. I don't think no. sometimes it's like little yeah, snippets, little snippets. Yeah, and I probably should share more. Yeah, because it'll help more people. Well, that's exactly it. Um, and I think just having different options for people to look at. So. Yeah. For anyone listening to yeah. do your research, try different Definitely options. Do your yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and what works for one person might not work for the other. This is it. You know, it works for me. Mm. Somebody else might come along and be like, what was she waffling on about? Because that doesn't work. It's not for me. That's totally fine as well. Mm. And I would never judge someone. I wouldn't be like, well, they've done it wrong or whatever. Yeah. You know, if it doesn't work for them, it doesn't work for them. But for me, it's been the best thing. Brilliant. As ever, if anybody is wondering where they can access some more information, um, you can contact us at WeCan. We provide a safe and supportive environment in which people are encouraged to aspire to be the happiest and healthiest version of themselves. However that may be, we're leading from lived experience and recognising that there are many factors that contribute to our overall health and well-being. Our vision is to empower each member of our community to create and achieve their own goals, helping them on their journey towards improved well-being. If that sounds like something that would be helpful for you, please do get in touch with us at Weekend Cumbria. Our services include one-to-one well-being support, information, advice and guidance around employability, peer support groups and well-being workshops. So please do get in touch if you would like to hear more about any of them.